welcome to the Blind Tiger Podcast, your one-stop shop for beer news, reviews, and all things brews. I am your host, the man who was so Pennsylvania Dutch that his grandparents believed in witches, Rob Fisher. With me, as always, is the man who loves the subtle differences between each and every German lager, Mike Albright. And of course, the man whose audio wizardry can make yodeling tolerable, the man far, far too handsome for hex signs, Jesse Clark. Today is May 7th, 2015, and recording episode 43, Wacker Brewing Company. Wacker Brewing Company is the revival of an old brewing brand. They are a modern twist on the old Eagle Brewing Company started in 1853. It was a match made in heaven as Lancaster County was known to have a huge influx of German immigrants having created a, quote, Munich of the United States, end quote, by 1868. In 1870, the brewery was bought by Joseph Wacker, hence the name. It became a family-owned brewery that was a key part of Lancaster's rich brewing community and history. After surviving Prohibition, the brewery was sold in 1938. In 1953, the brewery closed after being outcompeted by the mass-market breweries that were gaining massive popularity due to rock-bottom prices. Then in 2014, the brewery was reopened in the land of coffee and whiskey. The new brewery embraced the spirit of German brewing and beers. So they recently moved from just the basement of the Thistle Finch building onto the first floor with an official tasting room. Moving so you can on up, moving <laughs> on up to so can, the upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> so you can essentially have a pool of whiskey and walk next door for a beer chaser. We showed up tonight to check out the beer and the bar. So, uh, gentlemen, I have to say, to start off, uh, I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, this is nice. The vibe is awesome. Um, I know that legally they have to uh, demarcate a very strong boundary between the Thistle Finch uh, tasting it's, room and their own. It's sadly awkward. Like, why, why is that? <laughs> <laughs> it would be nice if you could reach across the aisle and essentially um, cooperate with the whiskey. And by the aisle, you mean just that little, <laughs> the little rope. Little thin rope that separates us from you know, really going nuts. Dot, dot, dot. Yeah. In accordance. It's true. But uh, they've, they've matched, um, in many ways, the same aesthetic. Which is great because yeah. the Sissel Finch tasting room is classy. Um, yep. It still has sort of a speakeasy vibe to it, and Wacker has just embraced that wholeheartedly. Yeah, they're using even the same stools. Yeah. It, it really opened the place or up. Or they just have the same stools. <laughs> yeah, the space used to be Square One Coffee, uh-huh. and technically, I guess you could come in here and buy a, a cup in the morning, but it was mostly stacked oh, really? with um, with with coffee. Yeah. What happened yeah. to them? Where'd they go? Um, they, I don't know. They, they were just using a storage space. I don't know if they found another storage space okay. or not. I heard they moved somewhere out on the east side. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, I love that square one coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you do. So essentially, they took over this over this half, and um, I did not realize it was as vast and as nice. Um, I mean, the, the the floor is gorgeous. Uh, the exposed brick is amazing. Um, they brought in um, some brand new shiny dartboards, uh, which look awesome. Um, they got a really nice sign that looks like it's made out of a pallet, uh, which is cool and has the right vibe. Mm-hmm. And surprisingly, a large amount of seating. Um, oh yeah, yeah. There's um, you you won't want to have a seat when you come here, which is nice. I mean, yeah. You're anticipating good de- uh, demand. I think it's um, not not naive to do that either. Um, I know a couple of times we went to the downstairs and there was hardly any seating down there. Right. But they saw plenty of people. Like that one time we overtook it for the beer crawl. Yeah. Yeah, we, we sort of barged in. There was still plenty of people here, though, that were just trying to enjoy a beer. Mm-hmm. So. I remember that, yep. Uh, I think it's uh, going. To, it's only a smart move to sort of non-cooperatively pair up with the Thistle Finch because when <laughs> there's been um, live music over at the, the tap room over there and obviously since there is no wall and um, yeah. <clears throat> that'll just bring a crowd to both places so it's kind of cool it's sort of your hard liquor and beer you know local distillery slash local brewery kind of all in one pairing which is yeah. pretty sweet win-win combination that's yeah great. I like it I like it for sure 
And there's going to be a local music here, too, on this side of the Yeah, uh, that's yeah. where the stage is. Yeah, he was telling us about that. Which is cool, because that'll work in, in the reverse as well. Yeah. So it's a cool little partnership. Uh, it also apparently frees up some space in the basement for, uh, I guess they're looking towards what, small batch brewing as well, mm. and uh, other adventures, which is cool. Um, Speaking of small batch, uh, what what do you, what do you what are you drinking there, Rob? Well, I have um, my favorite beer that I've had of theirs thus far. Um, their Kolsch, their German pale ale, um, which is delightful. I really really enjoy it. Um, Kolsch is a style that I actually really really enjoy. I'm a big fan of the Circus Boy, and I even like um, like Brewing Company's Kolsch. Uh, but this is also a nice um, beer that's got a, a really interesting multi sweetness to it that I find um, very interesting. And I like it quite a bit. Uh, so for me, this has been my, their staple favorite. But it was nice to see that uh, they had um, two other beers on tap. Mm-hmm. So I think you're drinking the one, Mike. So why don't you tell us about that? I'm drinking the Little, little Dutch Dunkel. Uh, this is probably actually my favorite beer of theirs. Um, it's a yeah, the, the Dunkel German for dark, dark beer. Uh, but it's not like a um, Guinness, like he was trying to. Uh, the bartender was explaining. It's um, not super heavy. It actually drinks very light. Uh, so if you're like, not really a fan of dark beers, I would still recommend giving this one a try because uh, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. And it's it's not really like super dark either. It actually, uh, when you hold it up to light, it's, it's like mahogany, kind of a, a nice, yeah, a nice mahogany. Yeah, it's um, yeah, I'd say up to light. You do get that kind of reddish brown. Um, but yeah, it, it just drinks really nice. It has like nice kind of caramel tones. To yeah, it. I like the chocolate mm. to- the yeah. flavors too. There's a little bit of. Yes, it exists. Uh, he did say they brewed with a little bit of chocolate malt, so yeah. yeah, you can get a little bit of that. Yeah, like a little bittersweet dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little earthiness in that. I did try. They're also doing uh, what an APA as well, and then I think uh, what an English pale ale as well, which yeah. is yeah. what they're Two brewing. For. I nice. preferred the English one. That was the the Quips one, right? Yeah. So they. Yeah. I do too, actually. Yeah. It, the APA was. It's had a neat smell. It smelled kind of spicy herbal. Yeah. Um, had a neat flavor to it. Um, but I just kind of like the Quips one. It was. It was re- just really strong, polished. It sound. It seemed really great. So apparently they've had lots of invitations to have um, beers brewed for specific bars, but they they decided to go with Quips. Uh, I think which is a good choice. Um, you know, it's a great bar. But apparently uh, Quips serves it on cask, so you're getting oh, yeah. a little bit of that. Uh, you know, hand pumping mm. awesomeness. That'll smooth it out a little bit. So I felt that uh, personally there was a couple of. Harsh edges that I imagine, and actually, I think I've had it at Quips, and I actually Have really you? enjoyed it. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I've I've never had it, so I'm glad I, I, they actually had it here to give it a chance. Yeah. Um, I was actually kind of surprised when I first had it. It almost like it almost had like a mustard quality to me. To me. Mm, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, not in a bad way. It just like had that little bit of flavor. Mm. Uh, a little, maybe a little bit of dill. All right. Yeah, it had like a. I don't want to say a bitterness, but like a a little something that gave it a little edge, which mm. I enjoyed. Um, mustard is, I think, a, a, a mustard seed perhaps is a yeah. great way to have to yeah, that's probably a better, better way to describe it. Um, <laughs> no, it was really good. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, Wacker, uh, they've been around, obviously, for over a year now, and they were at um, last year's uh, Lancaster Craft Beer Fest. And I know that they are uh, attempting to kind of focus on the German-style stuff, which I think is a perfect fit for, you know, Lancaster Dutch country. You know, we have all these... Uh, Old old country Germans here who uh, you know uh, have been have that that sense of history to them and have that particular uh, multi forward 
preference in beer. And so I think uh, having a, a brewery that's actually focusing on that and trying to say that we are we want to re-embrace the history, the brewing history, and the culture of Lancaster is pretty cool. Because a lot of times you, you find other breweries and they're like, yeah, we're local. And it's like, well, local how? And it's like, well, we just happen to be here. <laughs> and I think, uh, you know, that's, that's yeah. fine. But uh, it's also cool to kind of say we want to kind of embrace the historical name that we have and, uh, you know, brew in a way that would be similar to that. Yeah. What do you think about that? They're just like the majority, just like pale ales. Well, right now, I don't know if that'll be forever. Um, okay. But uh, I don't know. I think the the IPA has sort of overwhelmed um, in popularity than a lot of other things, and I think uh, a pale ale or varieties of pale ale are a little bit more um, inviting to non hop heads uh, to enjoy a beer. It's a little more authentic too to the style that they're shooting for. True. Mm. I know that a lot of friends who aren't really big into hoppy IPAs have, um, you know, shouted up and down about how much they love Wacker beer. So, um, you know, I would probably prefer something a little hoppier myself, um, being a huge IPA fan. But for what they're aiming for, this is great. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I know, like, well, we did get to try a keg of the uh, Doppelbach back in the brew crawl. Oh, yeah. Which I guess yeah. you said that only lasted about three hours. So. <laughs> They're definitely trying some other styles, but yeah, the, uh, the fans are really sucking them down. Well, you don't see many Bachs or Doppelbachs in no. American craft beer. I mean, I know, um, like, Yingling has a Bach beer that's a seasonal for them, but uh, um, it's, it's rare that you would see something that's not imported as a, as a Doppelbach or a Bach. So it's cool that they're doing that style and they're embracing the, the German heritage. Absolutely. And I believe uh, you and me, Rob, are both sucking down some presses. Yeah. So it's nice that um, obviously they don't have uh, a lot of room for a kitchen, at least not right now anyway. I don't know if there are plans for a kitchen I or not. I think it is. Yeah. I think it's in the works. Okay. Yeah. But right now they're offering um, pretzels and a nice, nice fancy mustard. and uh, It's good mustard. Yeah. That's a good way to keep people from getting too ground, drunk while yeah. here. Yeah. Those are good pretzels. Yeah. yeah. And really tasty mustard. Yeah, that's that's a key, man. That's a key. It's one of the things I love about Quips, man. They have that super spicy mustard. And uh, it is um, a heartburn. Those wings maker, are good too. Sorry, I keep coming back to wings <laughs> of this podcast. Jersey don't, and wings. Don't twist my arm, man. <laughs> Who can we get to deliver here? Does anybody deliver wings? Deliver wings? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I wish there was more grapefruit then. IPA so we can go grab some Brendy's wings oh, and God, yeah. immediately oh. make it make it a magical evening. Um, I love the, the, I just love the decor, not the decor, yeah. but the architecture of the building. I love that the windows are old and huge. Wait, so you can't walk across that line at all? You have to actually walk out the door and come probably back in? Technically. Probably. Look at that. I don't think they care that much. Dan, Dan sort se. of jumped the rope, which I don't think is allowed, but then again, nobody here really cares. I don't right think now, they so. would care if you're not carrying alcohol. If you try to take yeah, your, yeah, yeah. Your, your beer across the line, then I think you're going to get shout it down the same thing with like you know at the fridge where they have the outdoor and it's like you can only sit on one side of the table yeah. outside because otherwise it's public drinking or whatever so yeah but yeah the decor is nice also for sports fans they do actually have a tv here uh right now we're watching a little bit of hockey playoff hockey and what do you figure, like 60 inch <laughs> yeah it's probably something pretty big uh yeah, i can see the eyebrows on the goalie so <laughs> but yeah they also have two dartboards which is nice i love a good dartboard um yeah. It's a nice vibe, kind of gives a nice pub well, maybe feel. We'll throw some darts here. Oh yeah, yeah that'll, that'll definitely be on the docket. Well, and a nice dedicated space for it too. Yeah. Um, I like the dartboard's equips, but when it's crowded, oh, yeah. uh, people just sort yeah. of meander into that corner there. Yeah, and that, it gets it's hard to keep that separate. Yeah. And here it's sort of like between the stage and the and and one of the tables, and there's 
I'm like sure sort this of becomes a, a dance floor really quickly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it will, true. you know. Yeah. That's not a bad, not yeah. a bad point. I think a couple of times I almost got a dart to the head, though. When I, when I walk <laughs> in the quips, take a right, and kind of, whoops. <laughs> yeah. Don't realize, <laughs> oh, yeah, you're shooting darts. And they, they give some pretty serious dart players in there. Nice. Yeah. I'm almost ready for my second beer. Uh, I am too, actually. I already paid for it. So they have a nice special, actually, uh, right now. $8 gets you a glass, free glass you get to take home uh, with the Wacker Company logo on it. And then you get two beers in that, too. Yeah. So uh, beers, $4 a glass. Uh, glass is $8, but it gets you two beers. So essentially, uh, free don't glass. be dumb. Get a free glass. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm enjoying. I like the the idea of reviving an old brand. Um, I know that uh, I don't think any of the guys involved have a particular claim, but I like the idea of bringing back uh, something that was here. There's something something uh, sort of uh, sort of a phoenix quality of, of raging against uh, AB InBev and Miller Coors by saying, "No, you you may have slaughtered this brewery, you know, 50 years ago, but we're we're bringing it back. You know, we're we're bringing these these." Craft breweries back in a big way. That is true. Yeah. It's actually yeah. kind of cool, especially for Lancaster. I will point out that the man over there in the pinkish shirt did actually, rather than walking over the rope, he walked out the door and came back in the other door. Some of us are sticklers for rules. Others of us are not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think I would have looked around to see if anyone was paying attention. Uh, I would have limboed right underneath it. <laughs> yeah. So I guess for people that aren't familiar with either the distillery or Wacker Brewing, how did they find this place? It's interesting. Uh, so... The, it's on Grant Street, right? That's the like Grant Street out there? Yes. Um, and it's between Charlotte and, I guess, it's not Lancaster this far down, so... No. I guess it technically, it's a little alley, basically, more or less, that runs parallel between Orange and King. Yes. So people generally are familiar with those two streets, but yes. Grant, Grant tends to fall under the radar. Absolutely. Uh, so there is parking. It's sort of across the street. Yep. Uh, but yeah, there is a couple of spaces, and then you can pull in there and then walk across the street right in here. You are sort of in like a warehouse slash residential zone, so it is a little interesting. Um, and the uh, the outside of the building doesn't quite have the same um, amazing uh, allure as the inside of the building. So when you kind of cut up, there's there's signage to say this is where Thistle Finch is, this is where Wacker is. They they're co-branded, which is nice. And then when you kind of walk in, you're sort of like, oh. I'm not in the warehouse district. I'm actually in a really suave, like, speakeasy atmosphere, which is cool. It just adds to their subterfuge. It does. It actually does. Um, especially since uh, both businesses have very nice products. And um, and it is sort of like a quiet secret. But at the same time, it's only a couple blocks from the center of town. Yeah. So yep. it's not like if you come down here for the night, you're like, oh, now we've got to like get back in the car and drive for 20 minutes to get to downtown Lancaster. It's like, no, you're, you're there. You're four or five blocks away, Max. Really, it takes 20 minutes to walk to anywhere in Lancaster. Yeah, From the really. far end of the west side to the far end of the east side, <laughs> at most, it's 20 minutes. Well, maybe so, yeah. it's 25. But. Grant Street Alley. I come down uh, Charlotte, because that's what I live on, and then yeah. hook it right in the Grant, and it's yeah, about it's halfway near, up the block. Yeah, it's Cross Street, yeah, if you yeah. want to get here. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, we've been here sort of... We as a group have been uh, collectively involved uh, or interested in this Thistle Finch since it opened a couple of years ago. And it's cool that they basically filled this place with all the businesses from... Uh, Trifos Port Pro Audio's uh, recording studio upstairs to the Wacker now here and, and down below, and then uh, Thistle Finch also having their own little, little, yeah, little how, quote unquote. I wonder how that disturbs, place. like if you have uh, the, the studio above, if like they had a drum kit going right now. Well, did you, hear did, well, did you heard, guys hear a drum kit at all I heard tonight? drums when Are I came Are there drums in. recording right now? There were when I was helping Dan carry stuff. So oh, there I was didn't a guy notice. Up there no, I didn't notice. Rocking the drums Yeah, it's pretty amazing, actually, because yeah, I heard them when I oh, came good. in the door, like yeah. through the window upstairs, but once I came in here, can't hear anything. Okay, good, yeah. good. All right, good. 
Plus, I imagine. Well, I was gonna say the musicians might be different, but I you know I imagine most musicians work after you know after the five o'clock uh, real job lets out, they can come and do their music. Or maybe I said that wrong. Maybe when the fake job lets out, they can come and do their real uh, music of yeah. recording or practicing Perhaps. or whatever. So yeah, I gotta say I'm pleasantly surprised. I don't know what I expected, but uh, this was not it, and um, I'm very pleased. Yeah, I was thinking that we were going to go downstairs to where they were last time and where we were... Sitting little tables in a dark corner somewhere. Probably yeah. cooler down there. It's a little warm in here tonight. Oh, but, I'm uh, by the window and there's a nice breeze. There's yeah. a nice breeze coming in. Yeah. These screens, they're nice, but they keep out birds at most. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Definitely not flies. True. <laughs> or really any other insect. There might be insect problems later on, but uh, for yeah, now it's uh, delightful. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very happy too. I definitely yeah, Don't worry be... about blackbirds. <laughs> they will not be able to get through the screen, but <laughs> beyond that... Well, and I like coming down to the the distillery, but the problem is, after, you know, if you're here from like four to eight or something for happy hour, arguably, and you've had like three or four whiskey drinks, you're you're a little messy. Where it'd be nice to have like maybe one or two, or or pop over to the brewery next door and have a bunch of beer. Where I know my limits and can pace myself a lot better. Yeah, they should have a food. Yeah, they really do need to get like more on like a small restaurant or small food service here then too. That would round this all out. I know the dis- distillery, which I guess is now both of them, they will have food trucks here occasionally. Yes. I think mostly on weekends, like Friday, Saturday. Yeah, Baron Von Schwein used to show up quite a bit, and it was like the perfect combination of oh, yeah. drink, hard drinks, now lighter drinks, and um, delicious pork barbecue. Well, I think I want to get my second beer. Go for it, Jesse. Sounds good to me. Yeah. All right, well. Do it. Keep talking if you want. Yeah. Mike's joining him, so I'll sit here alone and talk to myself. Yourself, chomp. All right, here, here. Ooh, here. Keep them on. Give me some mustard, you bastard. Yeah, it's hard to hear me because I'm. You can hear my internal crunching. Yeah. That's just audio gold right there. Is that good? Yeah, that's can awesome. Can you hear that? Uh, you can just hear layers and layers of crunching. You can like hear the pretzel break up. It's sexy. It's sexy is what I'm saying. Mm. So I guess traditionally we go through the good, the bad, and the overall. So uh, okay. what do you guys like about the place? Obviously we've gone on quite a bit about that. I like the lighting and the dark boards. Those mm. are my favorite things. I see they don't have Edison bulbs, one of the... Oh, they do. Oh, do they in the back? 
Uh, yeah, over the uh, the um, uh, ca- say, cash register. That's just like a, a, a de facto yeah, obligatory thing. Gotta yeah. have a couple of some bulbs these days. I, think I it, like this cold. They have nice LEDs yeah. and everything else, though. But yeah, I don't know what the energy usage is on the Edison bulbs if they're br- more brutal than uh, fluorescence or uh, air, uh, incandescent bulbs. Good question. I'm gonna say they're worse. <laughs> uh, hipsterism always brings yeah. us down. Uh, Jesse, what are you what are you a fan of? Um, I love the feel of this. Um, you wouldn't expect the stools, the bar stools that they have going around the bar. Like if you look at the rest of the core, you will not oh, expect yeah. that. They're nice. And um, they said they were left over from, or they were a hand me down from the press room. I think he said press room. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's really charming, and it adds a little faux sophistication to it. Nice. <laughs> adds a little color to the place yeah. too. Yeah. Like those green yeah, that decks. green, that forest green. I think it goes really well. I, lo- I like the style here. I really do. The beer mm. is pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah. Very solid. Um, yeah, I'm in agreement. The vibe is awesome. I think, um, especially if it stays like a sort of quiet speakeasy place, not that it needs to have literally two customers and us, but if it, if it's not like a huge blowout place, you know, all the time, every, every time we come down, um, I could really, really dig this. The kind of the way that like other establishments are when it's just enough that everyone's seated quietly and, and can converse with one another versus being all out blowout party place. I can see this quickly becoming one of my favorite places to come in town. I could be scared if there were a band beside me and they had loud guitar amps. Oh, yeah. That would really concern me. Um, I like that. Like, I don't see a PA system. I was like, oh, maybe there's just kind of acoustic acts. But then he did say that there are yeah. outlets somewhere near here for the bands to put in their um, Well, Maybe they'll have that band that, that was playing uh, up at Joe Boys. Yeah, yeah, that that the, was the reasonably mo- quiet. Oh, yeah, the yeah, most yeah, reasonably, yeah, yeah, yeah. Quiet. <laughs> I mean, I know it's a musical act when you come to a place you want people to listen to you and maybe not be talking over you while you're working. But at the same time, if you come to a place not for the act, you maybe want to be able to talk yeah. to your friends without yeah. screaming at yeah, them. Yeah, I didn't so. come for the band. Right. Yeah. It's always yeah. awkward when you're just kind of sitting at the table looking at each other, like, no point in talking. Can't hear what you're saying anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Jesse, I know this is a dangerous question for you because you tend to stick <laughs> your foot in it. But what don't you like? <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. Um, I thought the mirror's a little high. <laughs> if you go to yeah, stand there, it's, the it's, it's only uh, high enough for like for Mike to see his eyes into it. I thought that was a misplaced mirror. Mm. Six four. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm just six foot. Sorry, guys. Um, Obviously, I want to see. They said they're developing the backs, that yeah. back area. So I'm excited to see that because otherwise, it's just kind of a weird, like, unfinished part of it. Right. We'll um, no, that's a nice five. It just, I, I think I'm anxious because I'm ang- I'm scared of what m- it might go from here that I wouldn't like. Like if, if there's a band that comes in that I don't care about that's too loud, or if you know, it goes the wrong way. But right now, it has a great feel to it. Uh, gun to my head. Uh, my only real complaints are lack of a menu, only because we came down here without eating, and I, I could go for a pack of food. But that's really right. a coming down the line, can't really complain thing. And the other real complaint that I, I have is that, in general, their beer is not for me specifically. I think it's solid. I think that they're. I love the theme. It's just um, mm. the German style multi or forward beers aren't my favorite. Do you and think most craft beer enthusiasts? It is not for them. And is that a danger then, since hmm. they're such a small place that, that, whose primary clientele would be well, craft beer fans? No, I mean, like, the Kolsch, I genuinely, truly adore their Kolsch. And when I'm done with the Little Dunkel, I will probably go back for another one um, because it's 
delicious, and I, I genuinely, truly love that beer. Um, the rest of the stuff I've had is good. It's quality. It's it's satis it's it's you know beyond satisfactory. But the problem is, it's just like not what I'm normally looking for. I want something with a little bit more um, hoppier flavor or complexity there, and that's not what they're going for. And I I, I don't want to make that sound like it's a true criticism. Criticism. I'm just saying for me personally, and I don't think that branches out to people in general. I think um, there's plenty of craft beer lovers who love this sort of stuff for sure. Yeah, because I was just gonna say like I'm actually not really like a super huge fan of the Kolsch, but I do love the little little Dutch Dunkel. So I think there definitely is like a niche for them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, within the craft beer world, they can def uh, definitely gonna carve that out. All right. Um, yeah. So there's no way that even like there are other places that we've reviewed that I'm sort of like, yeah, if people are going out, I'll like begrudgingly go and try to have the one beer that I know that I like. But I'm I'm willing to try everything that they put out because. While maybe it's not my favorite ever, it's still very good. Yeah, and um, and I'm willing to give it a shot to see what they come up with because they know what they're doing, and I, I dig the vibe. I totally dig the vibe and the theme, so I can't I can't really complain. Um, so overall, I'm I'm very pleased, super happily surprised. I don't really have any expectations coming in, and they kind of just knocked it out of the park with I mean, atmosphere. Maybe. I guess I shouldn't since that. Yeah, I live close enough. It's not really a problem for me, yeah. but I can see for others. Yeah. Well, if you bring in three mic stands, guys, like <laughs> showing up late, not carrying them in, but anyway, <laughs> I'd throw them in my backpack and bike home. It's no big deal. They're only thirty pounds, right? It's no big yeah, deal. each. <laughs> so yeah, I'm in love. What do you guys? Yep, big fan. Okay, yeah. Mike's nodding to the studio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, uh, well done, Wacker. I don't know. We haven't had an, actually. I don't think we've ever done any of their beers on the show yet. Have we no. talked about reviewing? For no, because I guess they up? actually they don't bottle. No, they don't. But now we can walk around the corner pretty much and get a growler fill. Growler so. fill, yeah. I know. Telus uh, 360 has had pretty much a steady supply of their Kolsch, um, and I've seen a couple of their other stuff on draft here and there. So they mm. are doing well in Lancaster, getting their beers out there. And I know that um, as I said before, plenty of establishments are asking for custom beers and I'm glad that they're not going hog wild with right. that but they're sort of just saying Nick no we're just doing quips and that's like our bag and they yeah. do have a very nice website uh, that does actually list all the places within Lancaster that has their beer nice uh, it's pretty much a lot of uh, Lancaster City locations plus uh, the Lancaster Leader Hunts local German club has it on tap awesome and and a lot of history they actually go through the the history of um, Eagle Brewing into Whacking Brewing okay. and then um, Death and Rebirth I cribbed a lot of my notes from there nice. for their history but there's yeah. a lot more to it with historical photos from the I think that's the key for these guys because like if we said um, like you said they're, 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 I mean, they're, it's not like they have a, a list of hoppy complex beers that do usually um, you know are, are favorites of craft beer enthusiasts and so for them to have more success I think they have to branch out to a, lo a lot of local bars that would you know that, that would, that would, that, to sell their beer um, if they were just here and just reliant on craft beer enthusiasts to find them and come out and seek them out I they might not do as well. Well, I think that's more of a criticism of craft beer enthusiasts than it is. Oh, I think uh, it is. For, Absolutely. For, I think it is. For the brewery themselves, because they are making great beer, and it's a shame that um, the palate-exploding sours and IPAs that I admittedly enjoy are the things that are uh, really big right now. Everything that's ginormous on flavor is super popular in uh craft beer land right now and i think them coming back and saying no we're doing traditional German and they're stuff, nailing it they're doing very well yeah yeah is is a smart choice and i think ultimately what will happen is they'll out compete the other guys like lancaster brewing company who has good solid stuff but it's not super interesting and they'll be like no if you want a lancaster brewing company this is what it would be like if yeah. it wasn't if it was authentic and i think that's cool 
Mike was just checking out the ceiling, staring aimlessly. Exposed beams. I, I can't keep my eyes away. <laughs> <laughs> what was? Uh, oh, yeah. what's the the industrial chic that yeah, uh, yeah. Emily coined? Oh god, craftsman chic. Mm. I think that's right. Something along those something lines. Like I that. never remember. It's like something that she coined that on the show that people have asked about, and uh, yeah, and I never remember what it is. But uh, yeah. So definitely check this place out. Um, I think it's definitely worth do at we, least a night. Do we mention hours? Oh, yeah. Actually, go ahead, Mike. I think it's uh, what, when, it open Wednesday, Thursday, 6 to 11. Friday, Saturday, 2 to 11. I think it was to 10 on 10 Thursday on and Friday. Friday. Yeah. 10 on it's Friday? It's only 10 tonight. Okay. Yeah, and then, they're, and then they said though soon that they'll go to 11. Okay. And then they were going to plan on having bands twice a month at least. Okay. Cool. Starting in a month or so from now. And maybe adding like Sunday hours or this and yeah. that. But that that's, that's where they're at right now, yeah. I mean, to be honest, that's that's enough, you know? Yeah. That's enough. Yeah, it works. So. Well, once I'm done with the classes, it might not. There's <laughs> <laughs> I want to pop Nana Wagger every day. Do they have Wi-Fi here? They yeah. come in, flip a coin, and I'll either drink whiskey or I'll drink beer all night long. <laughs> or both. Yeah, why not? All day long. <laughs> That'd be funny. I could see drunk Jesse here sitting up at the <laughs> distillery like, you're too drunk. Get out of here. So you stumble across the room <laughs> and come in with, I'll have a beer, please. Oh. <laughs> Uh, you can get kicked out without actually getting kicked out. Delightful. Yeah. You get kicked over. You get kicked. <laughs> He's your problem now. I kicked over to the other establishment. Uh, it was also cool we got Cardi coming in. They're very serious about keeping their liquor license yes, and not yes, getting fined. So it's been a long time since somebody carded me for alcohol. So uh, um, yeah, I'm feeling quite young and, Aww, and, and uh, infantile today. So good stuff. Yeah, Rob was a waiter at the Last Supper. Uh, <laughs> Methuselah was my best friend back in the day. <laughs> Jesus actually is my homeboy. <laughs> uh, well, does anybody have anything else to say? Or we'll wrap this sucker up. Wrap that sucker up? I think we are giving this the uh, golden point of approval from the Blind Tiger podcast crew. So that's it for today's show. Thanks for joining us in our little expedition out to Wacker Brewing Company. They are a uh, little brewing company with a lot of history, and um, we are big expectations. Wait a second. Your, your relatives believed in witches? Yeah, they had I'm sorry from the opening. I'm yeah. sorry. I was oh, just wow. remembering just this now. Going back to that. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Time out. Before we end it. <laughs> yeah, I come from um, a humble stock out of, uh, you know, uh, Shenick, PA, out in the middle of nowhere. Where, like, the fire hall was where people got married because that was, like, the nicest place in so town. So, because you, they were... How's the relation between fire hall and believing in witches? Oh, because they were poor country folk. And the poor country folk, on average, are a little bit more superstitious, especially th two, three generations ago. So, yeah, there was, uh, you know, a strong belief that if you had a barn, you'd better put hex signs on it or witches will come in and cause you all sorts of trouble. Huh. All right. Yeah. They just weren't all just volleyball players back. No, no, no. <laughs> I come from half from miserable York stock and then half York? From, yeah, I'm half Yorkian. Oh. That's true. I'm, I'm bridging the gap in the coolest <laughs> way possible. But uh, now my, my dad's side of the family is, uh, is awesome folk. They are uh, down to earth, you know. Dirt country folk, and I, I enjoy that side of the family. They're a little different, but uh, uh, you, you gotta say there's nothing better than um, hanging out on like a couple acres of land where you're growing corn and whatnot, and you, you know your grandpa. Believing in witches. Yeah, believing in witches. That's definitely a, a hilarious aspect of it. 
All right. And then you mentioned something about yodeling with me. I, I don't know. Did I tell you that my grandfather won a yodeling championship in Same. Europe? Championship. So, uh, yeah. I th it was either Switzerland or Sweden. It's one of the SW words <laughs> countries. Gotcha. I forget which one. Um, Where yodeling is big, yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, and he won, yeah. He was in the military, and he just kicked ass at yodeling. He, he, nice. uh, he doesn't yodel for us now. Bastard. Anyway, I guess we can wrap this up. We should so totally your, your, record some yodeling for him. Well, I try. He won't even do it for me. Like, I'm your grandson. It's a legacy that needs to be passed down. And it's like, no, I'm not going to yodel. It's like, you won an international championship. Like, nice. <laughs> That's sad. But anyway, join us next week. I believe it will be our uh, second official year anniversary. Oh. oh. Actually, it's probably passed already, but I think uh, late yeah. April, early May is when we started recording two years ago. So Sounds we'll good. be at officially two years. We'll do a two years in review sort of thing and uh, celebrate the fact that we've been around for... Um, a large number of episodes now. Technically, I think we're at 93. Okay. This will be the 94th episode that's going to be uploaded to SoundCloud. So we're getting pretty close to 100. Wow. Pretty awesome. Here we come, Simpsons. You better watch out. Yeah, right? <laughs> 25 years later. <laughs> and they'll probably still be going, so you'll never catch yeah. them. But uh, thanks for listening. And, of course, keep on drinking. That's today's show. For more information on today's podcast or to subscribe to the show, visit www.blindtigerpodcast.com or look for us on iTunes. Send comments or questions to show at blindtigerpodcast.com. To suggest or request a beer for beer versus beer or to ask a question for Homebrew 101, email show at blindtigerpodcast.com. Thanks for listening and keep drinking. Mm -hmm.